0: What up, what up, what up? You tuned in to the Jose Morales podcast where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I am your host, Jose Morales, and we're on My Boxing Academy. Joining me in the ring today is my man, Ricky. What's Ricky up, everybody? Yee. And today we're going to talk about Jose Morales Boxing Academy. That is literally what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how the name came about, what made me want to get a gym, what was the process of getting the gym, uh, what do I want to do from the gym, Everything that has to do with the gym. And uh, the reason why I decided to talk about this, I recently put it on my IG. Give me something you guys want to talk about or you guys want to hear. And I had a few people bring this subject up. And here it is. Here it is. I'm going to talk about from where it started to where it is now and how it came about. And first, obviously, it started with my boxing career. Yeah. So how did your boxing career start? Me boxing started with my brother, my sister's husband, um, at the time was a boyfriend. He was like, you should box. And I was like, box. He said, yeah, you should do it. So he literally took me to the gym, was the first person to bring boxing up upon me. I've always been the type to really like, uh, like fighting and things like that. So I was all for it. I actually, um, in middle school, I signed up for wrestling because I thought it was going to be like WWF wrestling, bro. <laughs> I showed up. We have got all these dudes with spandex and shit. I'm like, what he's the showing fuck? up? You
1: <laughs> showing up in here. Yeah. you're like, what the heck is going yeah, on Yeah, so here? he
0: was like, oh, yeah, you're going to like boxing for sure. So he's the one who got me into boxing. That's how it came about. And I competed like crazy, all amateur, uh, never turned pro, never actually – My my career is actually not a very – um, What's the word I'm looking for? Very, like, glorified career. It was uh-huh. just an okay career. I mean... What was your record as amateur? Uh, as an amateur, I think I was about... I don't know off the top of my head, but I think I had about 13 losses, about, like, 42 wins, something like that. Okay, so and you I had fought, about you 60, did a lot. Had about 60 fights. And how
1: long in that span were you in amateur fighting? Oh, since
0: th- I was a kid. I mean, since... So... Uh, it, I would say it's about—actually, it was not that many fights. I should have had more fights from—so, 13 to about 23, so about 10 years. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So quite, a, quite a while. Yeah,
0: I should have had more fights. Um, But, yeah, that was it as far as my boxing career. That's how it got—what m- made me want to uh, eventually become a boxing coach. Towards the end of my boxing career, I really noticed— And I saw what I wish a coach would have done for me. You know what I mean? Like, when I got older, when I was about 21, 22, 23, I really started paying attention a lot more than I did when I was 14, obviously. And I started seeing things that I wish my boxing coach would do for me. I'm like, man, I wish he could. he did this. I wish he did that. Because I trained with a lot of different coaches. Mm -hmm. So, for example... I trained with James Tucker, that's which actually was like my closest. He was like a father figure to me. He's actually I still talk to him. He actually is cousins of uh, Angelo Nuñez okay. and all them. They, they grew up in a household full of boxers. Yeah. Uh they had a boxing ring in their backyard. He was my uh one of my coaches. Then I also trained with Angelo Nuñez and then um uh, he's actually the one who fought uh, De La Hoya and Mayweather. He has a, he had a pretty, a good resume as far as who he fought. Yeah. Um, right. Then I also trained at the Washington Neighborhood Center with Robert Garcia, and then I trained with Mateen, and then my last coach was Ray Woods, which was the coach of uh, Daryl Corrales, his stepdad and his coach. So my career, I kind of saw everything from each coach. And I'm like, man, I wish this coach had this. And I kind of wanted to clone one coach out of all five. So one thing that I really liked about Tucker, which was my main coach, he was one I was with the most probably, him and Robert. Between him and Robert is the guys that I was with the most. Um, Tucker had a lot of uh, very more like smart boxing wise. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do to win, not do what you got to do just to look good.
1: Yeah. And and you know what I mean? You knew how to play that mind, game. The IQ type. You know what I mean? Good IQ, yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that about him. Mm -hmm. Um, With with, uh, Robert was straightforward fucking. Brawl. Yeah. Bring the heat. You know what I mean? It was straight fighting. Show your fucking webbles, bro. It was. It was balls to the wall, like going hard. So
1: so for you to experience both of those worlds, do you think it was very beneficial? Very beneficial. Yeah, you had the IQ, but then you had not know how to brawl. So it's like you have best of both worlds kind of Exactly.
0: And then when I was with uh, Mateen later on, it was kind of, I was just around great sparring. You know what I mean? So I was around, I, I got to see a lot of, with Tucker, we would go spar different places, but I wasn't really training. We were alone in my garage. You know what I mean? Um, And then when Angelo, when I was with Angelo, I only trained for, I only fought twice with Angelo. And it was actually when I was already working at the gym. I was working here. And he was like, oh, you should fight, blah, blah, blah. And that's how it came about. And, and with him, what I really noticed, the conditioning aspect the running and all that. And he was more like a, more business savvy. More like he treated me as a pro when I was an amateur. He really he really catered to me, took care of me. You know what I mean? Talked to me like a, like a pro when I wasn't a pro. So seeing that, mixing that, and then with when I was with Ray, I actually it was towards the end. My hand was was already hurt. I didn't actually compete with Ray. Um, I was just sparring, but I got to see the way they were training and everything. All that kind of put in perspective of me of what I wanted a coach and what I thought was really good in a coach because I saw. All these different coaches, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, he does this as tight. He does this as tight. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this is what would make a perfect coach. And this is what I wish I had. And that's what I try to do now. I was like, man, I, I want to be that coach that I wish I had one day. You know what I mean? And I'm not knocking any of them. I, I mean, they all were amazing. And they were all, and it could have been me not listening and really believing in them. Yep. that made me not have a successful career and always switching.
1: I think the positive thing to look at it too is like you had all these different coaches, so now you're able to like be molded by all these different people. So you have different avenues and different it's not just one person, it's one idea. Now you have all the different like encyclopedia of like oh a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it's like exactly made yeah, who yeah. you are so So yeah, that's how okay. that
0: that's how that came about as far as, you know, what I wanted to do as a coach. The way the gym came about from that is I had that idea that I wanted to be a coach already, that I wanted that, but I didn't really see it as a as a, job yet. You know what I'm saying? I just saw it as, oh, I want to do that as a coach. When I was at the dealership and I had a guy tell me straight up that if he was 20 years before he could take the clock 20 years back, he would not be doing that for the rest of his life, I was like, Damn. Because I shared that story with you already, right? Yeah. When I was at the dealer, mm-hmm. I asked, because I had that, the dealer job for me was a career job. I mean, because
1: you were kind of happy there. You were yeah, like, I was making good money. I was making good money. Everything,
0: yeah. uh, as far as me, I was happy. Yeah. So for me, I even at this time, I even, uh, and a lot of, not a lot of people know this, but I even uh, started, uh, I reached out to boxing gyms where I could kind of go after work and just help. Yeah. Because I just enjoyed it. It's so like know a hobby, I mean? yeah. Yeah, I wanted to do that. But when the guy told me, had a guy tell me, those that have not heard the story, when I was at the dealer making great money and living an amazing life, I thought I was the happiest person in the world. Um, I had a guy tell me if I could do anything different and take. And there's a guy that was in the same position as me, just at a different dealership. He told me if I could do anything different, I would find a different career. And I was like, Damn like that i kind of started like damn why why you want to switch he kind of woke me up he when the when the gentleman told me that that's when i was like damn i got to kind of make it a way to uh have a gym and that's when i really started uh putting a business plan together of what am i going to do with my gym uh how am i going to have a boxing gym how am i going to make this work to in a successful manner and I started looking at different places. I started looking how much everything's going to cost, what my game plan is going to be as far as memberships and all that, just so I can make it a a a job, not just a hobby where I can live off it, so I can leave my, my nine to five. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's how it really came about And now making it a – that was the first thought of it now. Like how can I really make this a career, a yeah. real lifetime job? And, and
1: then – so you were planning on this. Did you find a gym? Did you have a gym in mind? Like, what I, was the process of everything?
0: So, I was, I did. I have, a, I, there was two locations that I really, really liked. Um, and one that I, I, it was perfect. Um, I went to go look at it, and the dude there was a dick, bro. He was like, he Was brushed, this gym? Or was no, no, he wasn't this oh, gym. Oh, okay. He kind of just brushed me off. was like, oh, kind of like, yeah, right, you're not going to have enough money to do this yeah, kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? And didn't even give me the time of day. So I was like, that shit honestly even motivated me even more because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely going to do this. But during this process, my friend, uh, it was my friend. It was David's birthday, bro. Oh, it was actually David's birthday was October. And uh, David was like, let's all meet up. We're going to hang out. I met up my boy, uh, uh, Adrian, uh, Mike. We all met up at Mike's house. Mike Ortega's house and Adrian was telling me Adrian actually runs prime time in SAC. And he was like, there's Roseville prime time, which is this gym. He was like, we're actually, uh, we're looking for someone to take over. He's okay. He's looking for someone to take over the gym. And we want to, uh, cause if not, they're going to close it in February. This is October. So it was great timing for you. Yeah. They were like, isn't a close down. And I was thinking, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm already looking. Because I was already in the process of looking for a gym. No one knew that. That was only me. Were
1: you looking for a gym that's already established? Or are you just looking to like buy I, all the equipment up no, front? No, I wasn't
0: doing it all up front. So okay. I was already prepping for that. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Looking for a bag. I was doing that. that yeah, I was already doing all that. Yeah. So when, when they told me that, I was like, okay. Well, the very next day, Carrie calls me and tells me she had a dream that my cousin and myself were running the, the Roseville gym. And then she offered it to me, all right? And uh, and I was like, damn, that sounds cool. So, and that's how the Roseville Primetime Gym came about. I was all over it because I was like, one, I'm already preparing to do this. And two, you know how much money I'm going to save by by co- taking over a gym that's already established, already has everything that's just going to close it. Because it was literally going to just close its door because it wasn't doing so great. You yeah. know what I mean? And a good thing about it, the primetime Roseville was the gym that I taught at when I was a kid. So you know it was like I mean? perfect. It you was perfect. Knew it. I was already familiar with it. I was People like, were there. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm all over that. And I told him, yeah, I'm down. And that's when I decided to take over the gym. Uh, October, uh, that was October. And then November, went through the process of everything and boom, took over. And the, yep, and then it was mine. I left the dealership. Gave my two-week notice, and, and I went full throttle. And you know the funny part about this? During this process that uh, I was talking about getting a gym, a lot of people were telling me different things like, oh, why, why are you going to get a boxing gym? You have a good career. Why are you doing that? And this is a tip I'll give to people. Talk to people that are running businesses. You know what I mean? Don't just talk to, you know, friends and family. Nothing against friends and family, but... Friends and family may not know all that about business, so they could tell you good or bad advice. You never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not telling you don't listen to them, but you can listen to everybody, but you take in what you think is more beneficial for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of yeah. people were telling me, you know, you shouldn't do that. You should. Or I had I had even business owners tell me, oh, run your boxing gym like this. I had one guy tell me to run it like uh, nine round. Oh, okay, with yeah. stations and things yeah. like that. Which is a great idea. I mean, I get it. It it would make a lot of. um,
1: Just the everyday person to come in. Yeah, I think
0: it would make a lot of money. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But that wasn't my vision. You know what I mean? It wasn't my dream. That's not what I wanted to do. That is not why I wanted to be a boxing coach from the beginning. So why would I go that route just because the money's right? At the end of the day, I'm not listening to my heart. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it this way. I still listened to him. I didn't tell the guy, fuck off. I, I took it into consideration. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to do it my way. And my way was teaching boxing, really teaching boxing. It's just making it fun for everybody. At the beginning, the first two years or three years, I believe it was the first three years in business, the gym was still primetime. I didn't change the name. It was all mine. I left the primetime few reasons why I did that is the gym was already established. I didn't want to make it look any particular way. I wanted to leave it prime time. I didn't want to change anything. And I kind of want to rock with prime time. You know what I mean? Prime time was actually the first gym that I started boxing at. Um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's keep it prime time. I'll, I'll connect with Adrian and SAG. I think it'd be dope. It never felt like mine. You know what I mean? It never felt like mine. Uh, I felt like I was I was just continuing someone else's job. you know what I mean the best way to describe it imagine you're you're a painter and you are and you are um uh, finishing someone else's paint, you know what I mean like oh, this drawing they just did, and you're just finishing it off. You're not gonna connect with it as much because you didn't start it. you know what I'm saying, and that's when like man, I really need to change the name and make it mine, and honestly. Honestly, honestly, at the beginning, one thing, you know, you can never guess. The gym that I, when I was in the process of uh, getting a gym and all that, one of the names that I really wanted to name it and no one liked, uh, there was a few, but the one that I hella liked was Pocket Aces Boxing Club. Hmm. And the reason why I wanted Pocket Aces Boxing Club is because uh, I'm a gambler, as you know that. I yeah. love to gamble. And when you play poker and you start off with the pocket aces, it's, pocket aces is, is like you started off with the best hand. It's not guaranteeing you you're going to win. It's just you're starting off in a good hand. And I kind of like that. I'm like, man, you're starting off in a great gym in a great environment. I can't really guarantee you success, but you're starting off with a strong hand. Yeah. You gotta, you that, kinda, right, that makes sense. kind of that's my That was kind of my vision for it. And um, so later on, couple, three few years later when I actually had the gym and i in running primetime and I'm thinking about changing the name, I was like thinking about all these names and I had brought up again Pocket Aces. And my wife was like don't do it. I hate that name. da 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 Oli was not with it, bro. She was like I fucking hate that name. Next thing that I wanted to do is Jose Morales Boxing Academy. I didn't want to do that because I didn't like my name. I don't like my name.
1: I hate Jose. No one likes their name. Yeah,
0: I don't like it. You know what I mean? But the reason why I kind of wanted to put it, two reasons. The biggest one, anything in mixed martial arts, or anything like that, you train under so-and-so sensei. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of keep it like the tradition. Like, I train under blank. That would give it that. I train with Jose Morales. I train with Ricky Yee. I train... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not just... It's not just... Pocket uh, Aces. It's, yeah, it's not just Pocket Aces. It's not just Knockout 5 fucking yeah. boxing gym. It's yeah. got a... It's got a more of a feel to it, yeah. and I fucking love that. That's really what sold me on it. I was like, I have to do it because of that. And then another thing is like, man, you know how much more pride I'm going to put into it when it's my name on the fucking, literally my name. It's not a name I made up. Yeah. It's literally my name yeah. on it. It's so much more effort and and pride and hard work and everything behind it. And at the very beginning, the name didn't sound cool to me. Like, Jose M. Riles Boxing Academy doesn't sound... But really, we added the we added the value to that. All the people that comes that came here, that trains here, that's been here once or twice, the people that fought out of here, the people that walked through those doors, those are the people that added the value to the name. So four years ago, the name didn't sound convincing to me at all, versus where I see it now. Now when I hear the name, to me it sounds tight. Now, how does it sound to you when you hear? it? No, it's it? good. It sounds more
1: like it sounds like you're a part of like a, a more legit like place, cause like boxing, Posey around like Boxing Academy. Exactly. Like, like it's like, oh, uh, this is where I want to. If I want to go learn boxing, this is where I want to go. Yeah. I don't want to go to.
0: And that's where I was shooting for. You know what I mean? And also another reason why I didn't name it uh, Boxing Club or Boxing Club and Fitness or Boxing Fitness or whatever the hell, is because fitness is comes with it regardless of it but I'm not focused on the fitness side of it as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm more focused on the boxing. Yeah, let's focus on the boxing. The fitness, you can shadow box and you're going to burn calories whether r- you want to do it or not. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're moving. Yeah. So I don't have to tell you, remind you it's fitness because you're going to get the fitness out of it regardless. So that's kind of why I named it Academy. And really, because that's the way I kind of see the gym—it's as an academy, you know, building people from within. I had a uh, De Campos, this guy in the gym, Travis De Campos. He's been trained. I've actually been training him off and on since 2009. He's a firefighter. I actually trained him for the Battle of the Badges in '09, and he recently came into the gym recently and told me this, and I and I thought it was it was dope. He was like. He said, "Jose, do you know you're famous?" And I was like, "What do you mean I'm famous?" He said, "Everywhere everywhere I wear your shirt, someone says something about you and they say something with with a with a smile to their face or they're happy about it or they're or they're, you know what I mean, they're happy to oh they know you or something like that. And then I'm happy when I talk about you." And it kind of hit me. I was like, "Damn, you know, that's tight, you know. It made me feel good. I never really put too much thought into it." I think some people I've heard comments before where like, oh, you put your name on it. Maybe they think I'm doing it because of a um,
1: self-centered kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Self-centered type of thing. You know, what I mean, like, oh, but th- honestly, that is not the reason why I chose that. Like, I just went over why I did that. And But when he said that to me, I was kind of like, damn, that's that's pretty dope. And I had a guy, Kevin, also a member here at the gym. He sent me a message on Instagram. And this kind of what made me want to do this episode. I'm going to read you his message. This is a comment he told me because I, I had posted, "What do you what do you um what do you want me to talk about on my I on my next podcast or what kind of podcast do you want me to talk about?" And um this guy Kevin sent me this message. This is exactly what he said. He said, "This might be an uh, abstract idea, but how about what it feels like to see people wearing your name on their shirt?" Uh and what I mean by that is you hustle twenty four seven and you see it pay off. Everyone loves you. Everyone loves your gym, your staff, and what you give to us as a teacher. How does that make Jose feel? Small, or big things you do that you really enjoy, the struggles you deal with, um, that we have no idea. So I wanted to kinda read this met this this for you guys and then I was gonna answer it. And um one thing is I never really thought about I never really put too much thought as far as seeing people with shirts with my name on it. It's kind of, like, unreal until he brought that out there. And now that I think about it, it makes me feel kind of blessed. I mean, now kind of.
1: Yeah, man. It's pretty amazing. Yeah,
0: it's it's, it's yeah. dope. And then the fact that people wear it with such pride and they're, like, take it out and they're wearing it, like, around, like, another person. A lot of people do this, but one person I see that rocks it all the time is my good friend Rodney Anderson, He literally wears it everywhere. I mean, I see him wearing it, family events, when he goes on vacation, Disneyland, everywhere. And when I see that, you kind of see who really believes in you, who really is proud to be here and supports you and things like that. And when I see so many people being proud of being a part of our family and part of this, it makes me feel very good. But it makes me appreciate everything and everyone so much more. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's no words I can really describe that. Um, it makes, and, and like you said, like how Kevin said, the hustling 24-7, you, you definitely see it paying it off, and just being able to see it from everyone from Kelly to David to Tony to Dolly to Ricky to to Nacho, everyone that's here, uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, and I'm happy for that. Um, one thing that he said there is how, what is it? one of the struggles I deal with that no one really knows about? And one of the struggles that I, I have a lot of struggle, but one that a lot of people probably don't know or don't see it is having to, uh, have so much shit on your plate and not be stressed to fuck out. Yeah. And even being stressed to fuck out, not letting people see it. That's probably one of the biggest struggles. You do good at that though. Because no joke, there's days where I'm going fucking crazy, bro. Real life crazy. And, um, And what I mean by crazy is I'm so much shit going on, bro. I'm worrying about this. I got sparring. I got the kids. I got classes. I got private lessons. I got a business to run. I got bills to pay. I got payroll. I got, you know, I got all these different things going on at once. Then I got marketing. And then I got my electa incarnate. I got all this shit going on. And then not to mention, I still got my wife and kids. I got my kids game and things like that. That there's times that I'm going crazy, but I never that's probably my toughest, toughest, toughest task. Is I I take pride on not letting my stress dictate the way I treat anybody. And let me tell you a quick story of why I'm like this. And I noticed this very clearly. I don't want my uh my barber to get upset about it, but I had talked about I, I talked to him about this recently. When I went to Disneyland, this past trip that I went on Disneyland. It was a Thursday morning when I left before I left my entire team. we went to our uh, our monthly meeting together. We sat down and we're just talking about everything about the gym and they surprised me. They surprised me with king's tickets and a and a and that uh that canvas with yeah. the jersey and everything signed by all the players. By the way, thank you guys, David Kelly, Tony Nacho Dolly, all you guys thank you for that. I no joke. Did not see that coming, but it made my day. Besides, I was already in a good mood, but it made my day. I felt amazing. And when we walked into that Denny's and we're sitting there talking, it was at five in the morning, bro. Five in the morning at Denny's. The server, she told us, no joke, when we left, thank you for making my day. And it just started. 5 a.m. and we made her day. 5 a.m. Listen to this. So I looked at Tony and I was like, damn. You hear that? We made his, we made her day, and we're like, how, how the hell did I, how did we make her day? All we did is we were being polite and we had good energy. It's not like I tipped her a $1, thousand dollars, a hundred dollars, or nothing to make her day. All we, we, all we did was we had good energy and we were happy. That's all we did, literally, and that made her day, and, and her day had just started. So hearing that made me like, damn, that's tight. We made her day, blah blah blah. I left. I was pumped up. My team is all. I'm, I'm feeling amazing. They gave me this bomb ass gift. I have an amazing team. The gym is doing good. I'm on my way to Disneyland. Pick, you know, I'm I'm happy. I was before I leave, and I was gonna go get a haircut. So I made all these plans. Like I, after this haircut, uh, it's about seven o'clock. After this haircut, I'm gonna go run in. I'm gonna fucking fucking leave good. You know what I mean? Like I'm I had all these plans. Getting, I I was on, I was fucking feeling amazing about myself. I pull up to the to the shop and I'm running late. And I'm running late because, because uh previously, fucking, they surprised me with the thing, so we took pictures, you know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. expecting to do all that. Mm-hmm. So I was running late. I pull up to the gym and, I mean, I pull up to the barber shop and my barber, he's not quite the morning person and I get it. And I appreciate him coming early. But, and I, and I, and I, and I arrived late. So I showed up late and when I walked in, I was all happy, bro, I was pumped up. I was happy still feeling myself. And he was like, he was just a grouch. Mm-hmm. He was pissed off. Yeah. And he was like, man, what about me? Blah blah blah. And he was upset. I'm like, damn. So I just sat down, got my haircut, and the whole time I'm getting my haircut, you could tell he's not, he's not good. Like mentally, personally, he's not feeling good. Yeah. So I started asking him, and he was like, oh, you know, his personal stuff. He's not good at home. So me already, I took a mental note. Yeah. It was nothing against me. He would just has his own thing going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Which I get it. So, I I left, but this is why it's so important, bro. The fact that he was not feeling good, I left, and all that high energy that I had prior before going there, how amazing I felt before I went there, all that, oh, I'm going to go run and all that. You know what I did when I got home? Nothing. Bro, I passed out. <laughs> I fell asleep, bro, on the couch. It was not even planned. All the energy, everything was drained out of me, and I passed out, knocked out. And, and the reason why I I bring this up is no matter what you do, you have no reason. You, you have no idea what you, what kind of, um, what's the word I'm working with? What kind of, um, impact you're going to make on someone's life without even doing anything. I mean, he didn't know he was, he didn't do nothing bad, but the reason why I'm saying that is you can see the big difference in energy change, mentality change in one incident. It just changed on me. And that is why I take pride in making sure that no one ever sees that. So that's probably one of the biggest battles for me is no matter what's going on in my mind, you will always see a happy Jose and you're going to always see a very motivating Jose. No matter how stressed the fuck out I may be. Which is true
1: because that's what everybody sees. That's what I see. Yeah. I don't see I see like you have this happy life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My life could be fucked up. It could be fucked up bad and you'll never see it. Cause I will always act like I'm the happiest person alive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, good question, Kevin. Thank you for for uh, sending that on IG and um, bringing that up. Um, uh, what else did he say? Anything? Did I, did I answer that whole thing? I did. Um, yeah. One other thing that someone asked me on IG is said, "One is, what is the biggest battle with a gent with your business that you had no no not battle." What is something you did not know about having a business until you had one? And the answer to that is I did not know how big social media is until I had a business. Obviously, I knew it was big because people are all over on it, all over it. But I did not know how important it is to use your social media. That's something I did not know until I had a gym, until I had a business. And the reason why I say that is because... People may, s- I didn't have a, uh, Instagram for a while. I actually disabled it, I think for like a year. And I brought it back last year. So I've actually had it now consistently for about 13, 14 months. And the reason why I bring this up is that 14 months of using the IG and and, and really using it as a business tool, not just as a a time-consuming, ki- uh, you know what I mean, social butterfly type of thing but using that as a business tool affected my business dramatically so if you're going to get anything from this as far as business is use use social media for your business regardless of what your business is even if you're cleaning toilets you better be taking pictures of those toilets you're cleaning and posting them because that's how people are going to know about you you pretty much get a chance to pee on people's face for free and if you could do it for free why you're not using it so that is something for that as far as the gym Um, Just to end it for the gym, my vision for the gym here, Jose Morales Boxing Academy is continue to just convert and change our community as far as the people and as far as the boxers and as far as everyone here, everyone that comes here, like my man Ricky. Do you feel like you changed at all since you've been here or you feel like you're the same as boxing, uh, anything helped you, any benefit from you being here? Just random question. Ricky's like, why are you asking me this shit?
1: Like as uh like anything, comedy. anything. Yeah, it
0: could yeah. be anything. Yeah, just
1: overall in uh, general. What do you think helped? What is th- like my physical attributes? Like being kind of more fit and also sticking to something. Um, wanting to grow into it. Yeah. And also being more social because I'm such an introvert.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I try to, the to make gym. the gym very yeah. social, make it, it very gym. talkative.
1: Yeah. yeah. You talk to everybody. Everybody's nice. Yeah. Helping other people. And then it lets me like I like to share my knowledge and fitness and stuff. So it lets me do that as well. Um, just help people and other things. And since as a, as a blood axe that's our job is to like
0: help others. Yeah. You know? So that's always a good thing. Yeah. One thing, too, that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, the Warrior Program is probably one of the biggest things as far as growing and maturing our boxers and our people. And one thing that I do with, I think from Blood Axe to Attila, I really, I really, 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 really step away and give people tips of what they got to do, and then I walk away on purpose. And then I watch them. And the reason why I do that is I really want to see how well are you gonna do it, or how serious you are about doing it without me being there you know what i'm saying so i'll tell people hey you should do this and you should do this and then i leave i walk away and then i see if they do it and then i see they do it consistently daily day in day out and the reason why i do that is because i kind of want them to earn their time with me that's one reason but the biggest one is i really want them to see that that's what is going to be in life no one's going to sit there babysitting you, make sure you're getting your driver's license, making sure you're going to college and all that. They're going to tell you do this, but you got to find a way to do it yourself. And that's kind of what I do with that level. Obviously, as you start getting closer to fights and you're like at a higher ranking in palers, I spend a lot more time with them. But I, I tend to do that a lot with my blood axe to Attila where I'm not really with them the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to see if they're going to do what I told them to do without me being there. And that's kind of where I start forming your, you know, you know, uh, forming your character, forming, you know, who you are and, 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 and instilling that discipline in you. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of my goal with everybody here in the gym and growing and making sure everyone's just having a great time, making this everyone's happy place. You yeah. know what I mean? Come here. Make sure you're happy when you're here. If you're not happy when you're here. I don't feel like I'm doing a good job. You should be happy doing this, even if you're fighting for a fight. You should be happy. You should be looking forward to be fighting. That's, that's, that's an event that you're going to showcase your skills in front of everybody. That should be motivating and ha- happy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Coming to the gym after a long day of work, this should be your happy place. Just fucking sitting there talking to everybody, it should be your happy place. And that's really why I really goes back to that Travis DeCampos quote where he said, everyone's so happy when they talk about your gym. I'm ha- I'm, it makes me happy to hear that yeah you know what i'm saying but yeah that's pretty much the goal with the gym that's the story of the gym how it came about let me know what you th- uh anything you want to ask me about it ricky anything you want to add to that or anything i kind of no, just i think we you covered talk. everything yeah you good yeah but yeah if you guys have any other questions uh thank you kevin yeah. for sending me that message uh everyone that actually tipped in on this and told me to talk about certain things thank you guys i do listen to you guys on um, questions you want to bring up topics let me know uh, leave a review share it tell me you listen to it all right thank you guys so much for listening we out